Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message. I promise I will always provide all your needs. You messed up, bro. Because you will never be able to keep that promise. You know what's another promise that you should never... I promise I will never, get this, hurt you. I promise I will never hurt you. How many guys are like, baby, I just want to let you know. Because you got that Barry White voice. I just want to let you know that this guy right here, I will never hurt you. Liar. You know why? Because we don't understand that when we get married and when we are in a committed relationship we will invent ways on how to hurt other people like what I didn't even because here's the deal the person that you married doesn't even know what hurts them yet so you're going to be like I promise I will never hurt you you hurt me right now because you're just breaking that promise right there uh, here's, here's, here's my favorite A promise you should never make. I promise I will never lie to you. This is a setup. Now, please, at Kuhau, we do not condone lying ever, right? However, there will be a time in your relationship. Fellas, I'm talking to you right now. There will be a time. We always condone telling the truth. Ain't that right, Maylene? We tell the truth. Shame the devil up in here, right? We always tell the truth. However, there will be a time in your relationship that you will be chilling. And your wife, fellas, I'm talking to you right now. Your wife will show up in a brand new dress. And she will look at you dead in the face. And she will ask you the loaded question. Baby, my king. Do I look fat? This is when you are. Dun, dun, dun. Like what? Wait. Fellas, when that question is presented. I mean, I think this. <laughs> I have a crazy imagination. So I see like God looking down. What you going to do, bro? You know what? I'm going to look away. You're going to slide on that one. I'm going to just let you go. <laughs> Baby, you look beautiful. Voluptuous. It's a good word for fat. I'm just saying. Was that a bad word? I don't even know if it was a bad word. I'm just saying. <laughs> AKA. There are promises. And here's the deal. Like, no matter what, there are promises that we're going to make and that we are, we're never going to keep. And there are promises that people are going to make to us that, that, that we're going to believe that they're going to keep them, but they probably will never keep them. You know what I love about God is that when God tells you something, God is so good. God is so generous. He is not like man that he should lie. When our God, our Savior, our Lord makes you a promise, the moment that he declares, you can take that to the bank. Because when God makes a promise, he is faithful to fulfill it. Anybody ever received a promise from God that he is faithful to fulfill the promise that he's made you now 
Jesus makes a promise to his disciples. He says, I will send you the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will empower you. The Holy Spirit will transform your life. The Holy Spirit will come into you, and you will be a brand new creature. I love that because we see the fulfillment of that, not only in the scripture, but we see the fulfillment of that even today, where the power of God is made manifest, and the Holy Spirit is here. We are never alone. We are never forsaken. We are never abandoned because the Holy Spirit has come. Come on, give God some praise. Holy Spirit has come. He said, I will send you. He says, listen, I'm leaving, but I'm going to send you the the comfort. I'm going to send you the advocate. I'm going to send you another like me. He said, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. Here's the deal with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit doesn't come alone. See, the Holy Spirit doesn't leave you alone, but the Holy Spirit never comes alone because the Holy Spirit comes with an entourage. Like, do you know, like, if you ever had a, if you ever try to treat Lisa to dinner, like, I can't treat my wife without her entourage. Hashtag her two kids. You ever try, like, I'm telling the true story, like, you... You know, my brothers have tried to treat her and take her out. Say, hey, we're going we're gonna to do some, you know, we're going to take you out, get some, you know I mean, Perkins. And she's like, no, it's okay. Treat my kids. Set up right there. She just set you up. What do you, no, I want to take you out. No, it's okay. I won't eat my, my kids. Because, and, and you know, the moment I married Lisa, I knew I had to marry her and her kids. Thank God they're good looking. We love you guys. But Lisa doesn't come alone. She comes accompanied with an entourage. That's how the Holy Spirit works. When the Holy Spirit comes into your life, man, let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit never comes alone. The Holy Spirit comes into your life, and the Holy Spirit Spirit brings joy. The Holy Spirit brings peace. The Holy Spirit brings abundance. The Holy Spirit brings life. The Holy Spirit brings kindness. The Holy Spirit brings everything that you need to live the abundant life. The Holy Spirit doesn't come alone, and he doesn't leave you alone. Now, here's... Here's the interesting thing. John chapter 14, 15, 16, 17, all talk about a few things. The power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus leaving, and that is the most, that is the most Jesus ever talks about the Holy Spirit. It is found in John chapter 14, 15, 16, 17. I want to encourage you to read that, take that home. If you want to learn about the Holy Spirit, read John chapter 14, 15, 16, and 17. Four chapters. Now look what he says. He says, By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. He says the Holy Spirit comes into your life and the Holy Spirit doesn't come alone. He comes with all, all that that you need to to live life. He says your joy is different. Your peace is different. Your kindness is different. Those are the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now here's the deal. Oftentimes the Holy oftentimes what we do is that we set ourselves apart because we don't want to be contaminated by the world. But here's the truth. I want you to catch this. The Holy Spirit empowers you to live a life that's different, but not to live your life distant. 
You can write that down. Put that on Facebook or something. Tag me. See, the Holy Spirit, there's evidence. He says, prove that you're my disciples. There, are, there is evidence when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, church. Listen, when the Holy Spirit comes to your life, you, you live different. Your relationship with life is different. Your relationship with the world is different. And this is the beauty of it. Our job when we are empowered by the Holy Spirit is to live a life in such a way that the world around us would look at us and say, I want what you have. I want what you have. But oftentimes we are empowered by the Holy Spirit and then we fear to be contaminated by the world. And we know, man, the Holy Spirit is in you. You live life different. You got a different kind of joy. You got a different kind of peace. You got a different type of life. Listen, your relationship with sin even changes. Can I be honest? When, when the Holy Spirit comes upon your life, you, you celebrate differently. You succeed differently. Your relationship with sin changes. It's no longer I sin and it's like, oh man, I dropped the ball, here we go. Or I don't care. No, like your relationship with sin changes. Because it's, it's the same way. If Check this out. If I married my wife and continue to live a single life, how am I married? No, my relationship with life changes the moment I said that this is going to be the bride of my life for the rest of my life I ref- I can't interact and operate like a single guy check me out looking cute on Instagram and Facebook how you doing look at me I lost a couple of pounds what's up no holla holla Got that ring on her. She put a ring on it. It's the same way the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes upon your life, man. You don't live the way you did before. You don't respond to life the way you did before you had the Holy Spirit. You, you respond to life differently. I think oftentimes we neglect the power of the Holy Spirit in our life because we're not abiding in God and a God abiding in us. And there, this, there's this constant communion with God and we forget who we are and we forget the power that we possess and so when life's issues come we respond based upon what life has made us and not how the Holy Spirit has empowered us so good I'm going to record this and watch this like three times (laughs) the Holy Spirit empowers you to live differently the way, you, the way you date is differently. <laughs> the way you holler is differently. Yeah. So Holy Spirit has empowered you. I don't have to live like the world does. I live differently. But just because I live differently, it doesn't mean I have to live distant. No, I want to be in those circles. Because when I'm in the barbershop and everybody's talking about, nah, man, all men cheat, I could stand up and say, no, they don't. Whew, I felt I felt the Holy Spirit there. No, no, I, I want to be in the barbershop and I want to stay, I want to be in the circles where the darkness is at its heaviest. Because when the darkness is at its heaviest, that's when light shines the brightest. 
The Holy Spirit empowers you to live differently. Not so that you can live distantly. No, I I want to be in those circles. So when the conversations come up, I can stand up. Now, I don't have to get drunk to have a good time. Because the Holy Spirit has sobered me up to such a reality that life is a party to me. Ooh, that was so good. We can end right here, but I'm just... Whoo! gives us Jesus says that you abide in me and I in you and he says I say all this so that you can receive joy joy is such a simple concept you know when God preachers future preachers listen to me when God wants you to speak on a subject preachers like preaching on like deep stuff Holy Spirit would be like, yo, I, I want you to speak on my joy. That's not, not deep. I want to like get into like the tabernacle and just joy. Joy is just like, you know, it's like fairy dust sometimes it feels like. It's just like a little. And I think sometimes because of that concept, we lose out on the power that joy really has. And he says, the reason that I tell you all this is the things I have spoken to you is that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. He says that you can live in such a way where you're never depleting of joy. What does that mean? Now, I want you to, I want you to understand right now that joy and happiness are not the same thing. Now, happiness is great. I love happiness. Happiness is good. I mean, I think the church needs to be more happy. I mean, some of you are happy right now. You just need to notify your face. And huh, that was too much. That was too much. Okay. Uh, happiness is good. Happiness is good. But here's the, here's the truth about happiness. The happiness is packaged and delivered to you by a mailman called circumstances and situations. That's what ha- that's the that's the that's the guy that delivers you happiness. It's it's a guy named circumstances and situations. It's the mailman called circumstances and situations. And so based upon what the circumstance that is delivered to you at that moment, you are happy or you are not happy. Based upon the situation that you're going through, you are happy and you are not happy and you're, you're at peace or you're not at peace. But here's the deal. Jesus says, what I have given you, no one can take away. You know what? You know what I thought? You know what I thought? I thought this is crazy thought. Listen to me. He says, the joy that I've given you, the joy that you will receive cannot be robbed from you. He says, Biggie Smalls cannot come into your house singing, give me the loot, give me the loot, I'm a bad, bad man. He cannot come into your house talking about, give me your joy. He cannot rob you. He cannot, it doesn't say steal. It says full-blown robbery. You know there's a difference between stealing and robbing, right? He says, he says, there's an attempt on your life to constantly hold you up at gunpoint and rob your joy from you. 
He says, this is not something that, open, that happens sneakily. Like, this is something that just gets in your face and says, you will not have joy. But the beauty of it is that Jesus says, the joy that I give cannot be taken away from you. It cannot be robbed from you. Because if the world did not give it to you, it cannot take it away. Hear me, church. It cannot take away this this joy. It cannot take away what I have given you. Here's the beauty of God. Watch this, man. God is so generous that he never takes back what he gives, even if you don't deserve it and even if you don't know what to do with it. Crazy. Crazy. Because if I give you something, I want you to flaunt it. If Rolando gives you something, I'm what? Like if I give you something for Christmas this year, I'm going to be around you to see if you use it. How come you didn't wear my sweater? How come you didn't wear my tank top? Because it's winter, so what? Right? But God is so generous that he gives you without expecting he gives you in such a way. Gosh, this is crazy. The Bible says that the gifts, watch this, that the gifts of God without repentance are irrevocable. You guys that? You could be using God's gift for yourself or you can choose to use God's gift for his kingdom. I'd take it away. I'll tell you that right now. I bought you this mic. You're, going, you're not going to use it? I gifted you to be a speaker and you're not going to use it. I gifted you to sing worship and you're not going to use it. I gave you the gift of administration and you're not going to use it. I take that back. Oh, thank God I'm not God. I'm just, just your pastor. God says, I'm praying my Holy Spirit will empower them to turn their life around. Turn their life around and start experiencing this joy. And when you experience this joy, you start you start operating in the giftings that God has given you because the gifts of God without repentance are irrevocable. He gives it so generously that he never takes back what he's given you. Crazy. Crazy. You have an anointing over your life and God don't take it back even though you don't use it for his glory. Crazy. That's how generous the God that we serve says this joy cannot be robbed from you this joy cannot be stolen from you and I'm done right here I want you to write this down joy is being able to see the grace of God in every situation able to see the grace of God in every situation see the reason that happiness can be taken away from you is because it's circumstantial it's delivered in a package by a mailman and a person named circumstance and situations but joy is delivered through a package called the cross of Calvary by a man named Jesus and you know what's in that package himself 
I love my kids because there is nothing that they can buy me. And they're always talking about, what am I going to get for Christmas? And I'm like, what am I going to get for Christmas? And you know what they tell me? You know, it sounds funny and simple, but you know what? There's a revelation there. Jesus says, me. You can have joy because you can see me in every situation. You can have joy and peace. Look what, look what Galatians chapter 5 says. It says, but the Holy Spirit, well, I'm sorry, joy, the Greek word for joy is related to a word called chara. And that means grace and gift. Grace and gift. The original Greek language, the word joy. And it's this idea that it is a response to a gracious gift. That's what joy is. In the Greek language, the original Greek language, joy means the res- is your response to a gracious gift. There is no greater and no, no gracious gift like what Jesus has given us. The beauty of what he's done for us. Galatians 5 says, but the Holy Spirit, watch this, produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. I told you the Holy Spirit doesn't come alone. Now this word produce, says, but the Holy Spirit produces. Everybody say produces. This word produce speaks on the idea of the result of labor. And I know human nature, so human nature tends to do this. All right, Pastor Rose spoke on producing joy. So I got to go out there and and get some pom-poms and be a cheerleader. And then you start trying to conjure up and produce some joy. You just try to do what the preacher said. I got to be more joyful. And you... But it says the Holy Spirit produces in you. That's crazy, right? Because, wait, I don't, you mean I, Pastor Roe, you did. But I, don't I got to produce, I got to be joyful. Yeah, but the Holy Spirit produces it in you. The result of labor is not the result of your labor. The result of labor might be the most difficult thing that you need to do, which is just receive the Holy Spirit has labored for. He says, I'm going to produce in you. Allow the Holy Spirit to produce in you the fruits that are the evidence that you are a disciple of Jesus. Sometimes the most difficult thing for Pastor Rowe to do is this. times the Holy Spirit has to tell me be still and know that I am God I wish I had this thing down packed listen to me church I wish this this guy right here had this thing down packed no I gotta I gotta I gotta do more I gotta I'm not joyful enough I'm not kind enough I'm not peaceful 
And sometimes the greatest work you need to do is simply learn how to receive what the Holy Spirit has to give you. You know, there's not much that stresses me out. But when I'm stressed, you probably don't want to be around me. (laughs) That wasn't that funny, man. You know, we're going to have a leadership meeting, right? And we're going to... (laughs) And um, immediately, you know, there's some news, just... You know, finances and even with the church, things were like, oh man, how's this going to happen? How's this going to happen? I'm looking at my wife and baby, what what should we do? What do we... Right here. (laughs) Be still. You want to see joy in your life? You want to see joy in your finances? You want, to see be, you want to see joy in your career. You got to be still and know that he is God. You have to learn how to settle your heart in his presence. Settle your heart in his presence. You know, they spoke about giving and generosity and even that. Just settle your heart. This is what God put in my heart to give. I'm just going to settle in my heart to give. God will work it out. I don't have time to volunteer. I can't volunteer. I just settle my heart to, to serve. And God do the rest. What area in your life have, have you misinterpreted to be joy? Because let me tell you, when the Holy Spirit fills you, He doesn't come alone. He fills you with joy. And it's not the Pathmark name brand joy. Even though they're good too. It's the good stuff. It's the good stuff. You know sometimes when you're so used to... I know I'm way past my time, but listen. I I love... You know when the... You know what happened to me? Two times it happened to me. I got so used to the fake stuff that I didn't, know, I didn't know how to appreciate the real stuff. What do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm being honest, and this might sound a little funny, but I'm really trying to make a serious point here. I got so used to Taco Bell that I, I didn't appreciate authentic Mexican food because I got so used to Taco Bell. How many of you guys know that Taco Bell is not authentic, genuine Mexican food? I'm just saying. And I hope Taco Bell doesn't get offended. They're good. They're, they're delicious. But they're not authentic Mexican food. And this happened also with when I ate Chinese food. I used to... I, John introduced me to this thing called Dalm Sim, Dalm Sim, Dim Sum. And I used to get, <laughs> I used to get the dim sum, the, and then I got the real ones with like the real stuff, and I couldn't even handle the real stuff. 
sometimes when you're away from the real stuff for so long and you become used to the fake stuff, it takes some time for the Holy Spirit to continue to produce real love and real peace and real kindness. So let him have his way. Start tasting again what real love tastes like. Start tasting again what real kindness and peace tastes like. You've been on that fake stuff. I've been on the fake stuff for too long. I just want to get on the real stuff today. Can we bow our heads? We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God, love people, and love life. Kuhau is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to kuhau.com slash give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.